Hello everybody and welcome back to the Guns, Oil, and Dirt podcast. I'm sorry it's been a while guys, there's been a lot going on and I haven't uh, haven't been able to stay on top of things. I'm trying to get things a little bit more straightened out, but um, the reality of it is is I work too much. <laughs> so uh, tonight's going to be just like a recap. Uh, I want to put some content out. I got some uh, companies that have been talking to and doing some dealings with and we'll talk about that later um had a bunch of stuff going on i think the last time you guys heard from me was like march april ish i don't think i dropped anything in may and this is june the end of june now um so a lot has happened and uh we're gonna talk about it i got my wife with me today say hi meg uh-huh. And also Charlie says hello because he's on my lap here cuddling. Yeah, Charlie the cat's hanging out with us. You might hear him a little later because he's he down. He can be rambunctious at times and wants attention, so. Yeah. So uh, we're downstairs in what we call the recording studio. Um, still running the Bluetooth uh, headsets for mics for right now. So, um Hoping the audio quality is pretty good. These have been the best setup I've had so far. And uh, I didn't put a hat on today. So hopefully we don't get the up and down in uh, volume that we had last time when I had a hat on and took my hat off. And <laughs> made it really weird. But um, we're just going to go over some things that have happened since uh, late April. So uh, first thing... We were, uh, before we left, we were talking about going on a road trip to um, Arizona, and I told you guys we were going to do that, and uh, you wouldn't hear from us for a little while just because of that. We are hoping to actually do a podcast on the road, and that never happened because I didn't bring um, the headsets with us, and also, as it turns out, we just didn't really have a lot of time. I mean, technically, we could have did it while we were driving, but... I know you pay attention to the road and what's going on because some of those places you never drove through, so don't yeah. want you talking too much. Yeah, a road's a road. It <laughs> wouldn't make a difference. But, uh, but yeah, so we went to Arizona. We drove um, down through, um, so everybody knows we're, from, we're in Wisconsin, but we drove down through Illinois um, into Iowa and then... Where'd we go from there? It was Iowa. Missouri. Yeah, Missouri, Kansas, Oklahoma. Top corner of Texas. We, like, um, right by, like, the Oklahoma panhandle there to the top. Uh, we were, like, northwest of Amarillo. And we slid into New Mexico. And then we took, I believe it's the 40 west from New Mexico into Flagstaff. We did stop though. We uh, we made that. Uh, we stopped one night in Kansas, Can- in liberal, Can- liberal Kansas. Kansas. That was a nice little town. And very quiet, very quaint. Yeah, liberal Kansas was nice. Yep. And then we, what was it? Winslow, Arizona. We made that stop yeah. in Winslow. So, um, if you're a big fan of the song by the Eagles, the taking it easy, or just a fan of the Eagles, it's a good stop. They do it very nice, good, um, what you call it, uh, what souvenir shops? <laughs> no, like a nice, uh, 
tribute, something oh, like yeah. something like that, you know, um, to the band. And I thought that was really cool, very nice setup. It's not just like a little statue that you see and you're like, oh, you're on the corner. It's like a whole setup that they do of it. And what's cool, it's off, it's off of Route 66, too. So you're like on the iconic Route 66 as well. So mm -hmm. it was really cool. I'm glad that we made that stop and we did that because... I love Ego's music. So. Oh, yeah, and I didn't tell you we were doing that. I just did that. Yeah. Yeah, that was a totally surprise. surprised me. Yeah, so that was a good one. Uh, then we went down into uh, the Phoenix Peoria area, picked up our friend. I mean, we crashed there for the night, but picked up my friend, uh, Cassandra. We drove up to the Grand Canyon. Yeah. Uh, Horseshoe Bend, the first. And, yep, that's in Page, Arizona. Yeah. That's where the Horseshoe Bend is. Yeah, so we hit up Horseshoe Bend. Um, it's pretty cool. The water's pretty down to look down to, and yeah, it actually does look like a horseshoe. <laughs> yeah. And then we went and stayed in, um, God, it wasn't Flagstaff, but it was close to Flagstaff. We were like 20 minutes south of Flagstaff. We stayed the night up there in her cabin. Yeah, so I took an M, doesn't it? That yeah, time? I don't know what it is, though. <laughs> Well, I should have. Should have. Mountain view. No. <laughs> I feel like I want to say mountain, mountain view. Yeah. <laughs> we stayed. We stayed in the mountains for a night, and then uh, went back the next day. So that would have been Tuesday. Yep, Tuesday. Yeah, we hung out. Uh, did some stuff around the house. We had a hockey game. That was Wednesday. All right. Sorry for those of you who heard that um, I record on my phone. Like I said, I use Bluetooth headsets. So somebody was trying to call me and uh, I had to quickly uh, stop the recording and kind of hang up on them because I didn't know. Uh, I don't know who that was, but somebody was calling me. So sorry about that. Um, but yeah, then we went to. Yeah, on Tuesday we did that. Wednesday we would talk about how we went to a hockey game. Um, the hockey game was obviously my gift to go to Arizona to see my Chicago Blackhawks playing. So that was really cool. Yeah. And they won, so, you know. Yeah, even better. <laughs> even better to come home with a road win and to see them win and see all my guys that I love. Kane, the Brinkett, Taze, Strom. It was pretty cool. Oh, yeah, and then the new coach. Um... King. Coach King, yeah, because Carlton. Well, the interterm. Interim. Yeah. Interim, interim coach. coach. Yeah, because Carlton was out. Uh, sorry, you know, for those of you guys who aren't hockey fans, a little hockey talk today. But it was but... kind of cool, too, because it was Andrew Shaw, like one of his career um, games, like how many games that he played. And he used to play for the Chicago Blackhawks. Oh, yeah. Was... So that was kind of cool. We didn't yeah. even know that oh, was Oh, yeah, happening. it was like his thousandth game or something like that, yeah. Shaw's thousandth game. Wait, not Andrew Shaw. Was it Andrew? Not, I'm sorry, not Andrew Shaw. Oh, what was his name? Oh, sorry about that, guys. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. <clears throat> Andrew Shaw was on my mind for some reason. He retired from the Hawks, not that guy. Yeah. <laughs> so after... Enough hockey talk. Um, after that, we went... Um, God, I can't think of where we went. Thursday. Went to Tucson. Right? Yeah, Tucson was was Thursday because we went to go see my brother, my older brother, who I haven't seen 
in a long time. He lives out in Arizona, and me and his fiance and took us out to the desert. That was really cool. I've never seen like actual desert. Like I've seen it in movies, yeah. seen it in that, but like desert with all the crazy cactuses. I've oh, never seen in my life, and that was insane. Yeah, that's actually a funny story. So when the first day when we were driving in. Um, we were coming in from the West. We were on the 40, if I'm not mistaken, I believe it was the 40 coming in, um, from the East heading West. And, uh, she was looking at me and she goes, I thought you said there was a bunch of mountains in Arizona and anybody who's ever taken that trip coming from like Winslow, Arizona towards Flagstaff, you only see one mountain and it's just the one. And I was, I looked at her and I was like, Oh, well, babe, I was like, it's cause we're at. 6,000 feet right now. I was like, you're in the high desert. We're on a plateau. And she was like, oh. And then when we get in the Flagstaff, you turn the corner, head down on the 17, and then you all see all the mountains and the stuff through Sedona and Prescott and everything. And then uh, as we're driving through, she looks at me again. She goes, um, where are all the cactuses? She's like, I don't see any cactus. And I was like, oh, yeah, you're not going to see cactus till we get below 3,000 feet. Yeah, we have to mind people. I've never been to Arizona in my life. So this was like, and mind you, I've seen mountains, too. Like, I've been to Idaho. I've been to Montana. I've been down to Tennessee in the Smokies. So I was expecting, like, mountain mountains. And I saw that one at first. I was like, oh, well, I'm not quite impressed, but. Once he did that turn, I was like, okay, now we're talking. Now yeah. I'm impressed. And by the way, uh, that hockey player, Blackhawks, sorry, not Andrew Shaw, Andrew Ladd. It is Andrew. Sorry uh-huh. about that. Yeah. Andrew Ladd. Um, and then uh, Friday, oh, wait, maybe it wasn't Thursday. Thursday, no. I don't think we went to Tucson. Maybe that was Friday. All right, no, Tuesday we did the climb. No, Thursday we did the climb. Yeah, Thursday. Sorry, Thursday. Sorry about that, guys. Thursday, Our yeah. So days all backwards since we went back. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, it was in April. So Thursday we did the uh, memorial. It was Friday we went to Tucson. Yeah, we did the memorial <laughs> climb for the um, only the brave, the uh, the hot shots. Hot shots, granite granite mountain hot shots. Yeah. We we did their memorial trail hike on Thursday, and that took a lot of the day. And then we went and drove to back. Prescott. We drove to Prescott and we went downtown and we drove around. Um, Prescott, home of Dirk Bentley. If you guys love Dirk Bentley, there's a whole whiskey row. Yeah, Figured Prescott. Out that's we went, why yep. he named his bar Whiskey Row is yeah. because there's Whiskey Row in Prescott, Arizona. Yeah, we Didn't went realize down. that. Yeah, we went like antiquing, like yeah. through the uh, through Prescott, and then we went back to our hotel that night, and then. Friday we went to Tucson. Yeah. We um sorry, but we visited saw, your brother. Saw the desert. Saw the desert. We did a little off-roading. We uh beat the rental around in the uh desert for a little while. We rented a Jeep Compass. Yeah. A brand new Jeep Compass, which was kind of a pain and kind of cool all at one time. Um, it had adaptive cruise control, which was really entertaining for me. So when I was driving, it'll change speeds on its own, according to the cars in front of you, which made it way easier for me to drive. So basically I just set it to like a hundred miles an hour and then let it follow traffic in front of me. And when they got out of the way, it sped up to a hundred miles an hour. And when they were in our way, I just set the distance to like 40 feet or something behind them. 
and then it just cruised along. So it was actually pretty nice uh, to have that, and then I didn't have to worry too much about what speed I was going, um, which also really helped because we were able to drive down to Arizona in like 22 hours or something like that. It was kind of cool to like, not only on like Friday, like going to the desert, like we got to like see some of your family that lives out there meet up with your aunt yep, yeah, for we, dinner. We had dinner with my aunt. That yard house place, man, oh, yeah. they have some good food at yard houses. Yeah. I know it's a chain out there or it's a chain restaurant, but. I've never been to one, and the one out there, I had like probably one of the most great meals. That ahi tuna thing that they have, amazing, amazing. I would go yeah. back there and every time for that. Yeah, I had a uh, steak bowl that was pretty good, and then we did those steak lettuce wraps also. Yeah, those, those were, were pretty awesome. good. I'm gonna Drinks have to... are awesome there. That place I'm is a good place. To... <laughs> I'm gonna have to learn to make those actually. Yeah. So we did that. Then we did, like I said, Friday, we visited family. family. That was family day. Yeah, and then Saturday morning we had to get back in the car and turn around and drive all the way back home. But because it was a good opportunity. Oh, wait. Actually, it wasn't because it was a good opportunity. It was because there was a forest fire. Yeah. They closed the freeway, and we had to go the long way around. That was like, what did they call that? It was a flag sapphire, but they had a name for it. It was the first one. Not the one that's going on now, because there's yeah. another one happening. But... There was one. That yeah, was there was a large one in uh, yeah in the Flagstaff area, and they had to cut uh, shut down the freeway on Saturday. So we ended up having to go around way to the west, and then we got on, which was actually really cool because we ended up on um, the Grand Canyon South Rim Highway. We actually had to go through their park. Yeah. To go around the fire. Yeah, Grand Canyon National Park, but we ended up on the South Rim Highway. Um, and we followed the south rim of the Grand Canyon almost the whole way back, almost to where Horseshoe Bend is. We did uh, catch a different road to head back home, but then we ended up going, so we ended up going north into Utah. Then I turned back south, went through Four Corners. Yeah. Yeah, so we went north into Monument Valley. That was really cool. Yeah, and it then, was so cool to see how it's all laid out and everything. It's unique, yeah, for sure. Like you never think you would see that. I don't know. The United States is a amazing sights to see for sure, and that you didn't think that you would have out there. I mean, you see that stuff on TV, you see it on movies, but like to actually be out in it, it's a whole different vibe for sure, yeah. and a whole much more, I think, appreciation as well for the beauty of the country. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, that's why that's why I said we were gonna drive anyway, because I haven't been through. I I'd never seen the Grand Canyon, even though I lived in Arizona. I never been to a lot of that stuff, even though I lived there. So I figured it was a good opportunity. We could do that, and like I said, we came out of Monument Valley, went through the Four Corners uh, park there. Um, you went to Utah, so you saw clips of Utah. Utah, we definitely want to get back to. Yeah, we're gonna have to get we back know to it's Utah. Way more prettier than. The glimpses that we saw of it, the short glimpse. Yeah. And then we went to Colorado. Colorado. <laughs> Colorado was a bit of a wild ride. So because we were there in April and uh, the weather and everything, there was still there was a bunch of snow. In there Colorado. was a lot of snow in Colorado. We uh we took the uh, the highway pass. We were in the lower part of Colorado. Yeah, the, too, through the, the lower states, so. the lower part of the state. 
but we took the highway pass, which was really, it was like four lanes, but really windy up this mountain. There were spots where there were no guardrails, and that was pretty freaky, too. You see down, and we were, like, going through, like, there was, like, a little river on the side. And then you get into, like, the openness and valley, and it almost looks like Yellowstone. Mm -hmm. Like, the TV show, we see all these wide ranch fields and beautiful houses, you know. And... Yeah, it's, it's, Colorado is definitely a sight to see and definitely got to see some animals. Too. Definitely not a place I want to drive through at night, though. Oh, no, I wouldn't recommend <laughs> anybody driving on a windy mountain highway road. Yeah, during a, in the middle of during a, night. a snowstorm. Yeah. We're, we're trying to skirt around a snowstorm. That's why we went to the kind of the way we did. There was snowing up north of where we had kind of slid through there. Uh, and the skies were pretty dark the whole day, but it was still really beautiful, and I I really enjoyed Even seeing it. Even at night, like, I know you didn't get to see oh, it yeah. in the morning when we were driving home. We woke up, and it was still dark, but... Um, yeah, get up I, 4 o'clock every day. If you're in the middle of nowhere, the stars, the stars, like, lit up mm -hmm. that sky. It was so pretty to see. I've never seen so many stars. Yeah, I've been up, like, north to see the stars, but, like... I swear, Colorado had more stars there than I've ever seen, even being up north on a lake, on a boat, pitch black dark. Mm -hmm. It's just amazing. I recommend anybody to just do that in life. Find somewhere pitch black dark, see the stars in life. Mm -hmm. see, don't you? I mean, you could go out of your house tonight and be that good or can see stars, ooh, but honestly, you gotta go somewhere where it's dark to see the stars in your little house. Yeah, and there was a lot of... Uh... Mule deer. That was another thing I didn't <laughs> like about the uh, driving through yeah. at night. There's so many deer on the sides of the roads. And yeah. I mean, right on the, the the shoulders of the roads, they're eating all the grass and stuff. And I was like a little worried about smashing the rental car into a deer yeah. at 80 miles an hour. But uh, it didn't stop us. The drive home was pretty quick. Also crossed off on my bucket list. I, uh, you got a video of a dust devil. Well, we were going through the state I always wanted to visit is Isn't Nebraska. Is what they call the Tasmanian Devil? Isn't he based off the Dust Devil? Kind of a different. Tunes? Kind of a different. Ah. Kind of a different. Oh, no, the Tasmanian Devil is like an actual animal, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, so we saw a, uh, saw a big Dust Devil in, uh, like, southern Nebraska. We drove through Nebraska, which I really thought was going to be flatter than... Uh, what it ended up being, it wasn't actually all that flat, and it wasn't all that... I mean, for me, it wasn't very boring. I, I don't know. You might have thought it was boring, but I kind of yeah. thought it was nice. And they actually, they actually, what we drove through was not just the dust of our... Apparently, like, nearby, close by, they, they had a wildfire, too. Yeah, there was, another, there was another wildfire. There was another wildfire. Yeah. We leaving. Yeah, there was a lot of wildfires in early April. A lot of them are still going on, so, uh, the you know... New Mexico, we just... Oh, yeah, New Mexico, we ones. just missed that one. Uh, it was actually, it wasn't burning when we were on our way down, but it started burning while we were there and then continued burning after we left. The same thing with the Flagstaff and Prescott fires. Both of those started actually while we were there because the first day we went down, none of those fires were going. So uh, I'm going to give a shout out to all the uh, wildland firefighters out there and everything. Um, you know, keep it up, guys. I know it's hard. Um, I know it's hot. It's hot, yeah. And it sucks sometimes, yeah. but thank you for what you guys do. We appreciate it. Um, as a firefighter myself, you know, it's 
it's a completely different job. Uh, I'm we handle all of our wildfires here um, with just regular like our regular fire crews, but uh, it's a whole different yeah, world. It's a whole there. different world out there. There's I a have lot much of... respect and definitely doing that uh, granite hot shot. The hot shot was yeah, that was bittersweet. And let me tell you guys, I'm not a hiker, but I pushed myself through that five miles there, five miles back, up a mountain. <laughs> Never done that in my life, but mm -hmm. you know what? It was all about the respect for them and what they did and just just had to do it. And I have a lot of respect towards those. Yeah. I have a lot of respect for firefighters, period, because... Even out there, we stopped at a station and yeah, we stopped at a couple. Daisy Mountain firefighters. Yeah, we saw them. You yeah. guys are cool. We like you guys. Yeah, and Huge we also uh, we also stopped at uh, Sedona fire. Sedona guys. Yeah. Couple of stations in Sedona. They were actually out fighting the wildfire. Yeah. So. Yep. So. Just shout out to you guys if you're listening. <laughs> Thank you for what you do. Yeah, and if you're listening, thanks for listening. <laughs> um. All right. So then we got home. That was a it was a good trip, I think. Yeah, I missed when we got home. It was cold again, so I missed my eighty degree dry heat weather. Yeah, dry heat. I'm you, all about the dry heat. You finally discovered what dry heat meant. Yeah, <laughs> when I when didn't we say know, it's like a dry I, heat, like when you dry heat in Arizona, sweat. Yeah, sweat you just get like salt. salt. Yeah. Ugh. But I'd rather take that than like the swampy Humid. humidity heat that we have here. I'll yeah. take that any day. Yeah. So, in that gets us kind of into May. Um, obviously May, I was supposed to have a shoot in early May. Um, I didn't make that. I ended up spraining my foot at work and, um, I just couldn't do it. So I don't have any new match news for you guys. Uh, I shot the Glock indoor matches in like January and February. I didn't shoot the March one cause it was too expensive and I didn't shoot in May. Um, we got some match stuff coming up this uh, not this month, but next month, next three months, actually, or four months. There's a couple things I want to try and make. I don't know if I'm going to make them or not. It does cost a lot of money, and some of them are going to take a lot of time, but I'm doing my best to see what we can get done as far as that stuff goes. Um, but speaking on the match stuff, I do have some shirts coming out, so um, we'll get into that a little bit later, too. But I have new shirts that I'm going to wear to matches, but I also have uh, some shirts in the works for anybody who listens. If you guys listen to the show, share the Instagram, right? Like, share my Instagram with, like, three friends when I put a post up and stuff. Just share them. Make sure you tag them, too. Tag, yeah. Tag me. Share my friend. Uh, share with three of your friends. And, um, you know, when you're done with that, write me back and say done or put done in the comment section. Actually, and send him, like, a private message with your information. Don't. Put that yeah, out don't there to put public, your, please. No, don't it put privately. Yeah, no, but just in the comments section, put done, and I'll go through it and I'll pick a few people here and there and I'll start sending out T-shirts. I'll uh, I'll I'll DM you for your personal information. Bonus points if you make a video. Yeah. Of you listen to him or a shout out. Yeah. More bonus points on that. So uh, yeah, so if you guys are out there listening, feel free. Um, you know, tag the Instagram stuff. Get on the uh, TikTok like what I'm doing on TikTok. I uh, I haven't posted a video in a little while on TikTok, but I wasn't getting a lot of traffic for a while. 
we'll see what happens. And then uh, soon we're going to start rolling things back out on Twitter as soon as Elon Musk takes it <laughs> over and I'm allowed to say things that I want to say because I'm basically getting shadow banned really bad on the Twitter um, because I don't say things that they agree with because it's all BS anyway. So um, also in May, we went to an Eric Church concert. I know you want to talk about that. We're going to have to kind of keep it quick because we're going to run out of time. Yeah, but, but we definitely got to talk about it because that I'm, I'm a huge Eric Church fan. Love his music. Love what he stands for. Just he's amazing. So um, the one we went to was called One Hell of a Night. And he did it at uh, Miller. I still call it Miller Stadium. I'm yeah, never going to call it Am Mer American Am Family. Field. It's Miller Stadium to me. He did it there. Brothers Osborne, Parker McCollum. Brothers Osborne is awesome. If you guys haven't seen them, check them out. Man, they can play guitar like no other. Uh, but the Eric Church was True. pretty cool. Because um, they did like a church choir. If you're part of their, their group, the church choir. They did a church choir gathering. And that was cool. He got some food. Got dinner. Got some cool merch prop gifts. But also they had uh, Eric Church's station on Sirius XM. He does the Outsiders radio. Um, I got interviewed, which was really cool. Mm -hmm. You know, never thought of that. But the guy was really cool. Talked to him about the show. Talked to him about why I'm a fan. Um, told him I'd give him a little bit of a review on our podcast. Shout out our podcast on there. Yeah. Give a little review of it. Um, let me just say. Hands down, I would go to Eric Church any day for as long as he'll play. Because that guy will play you a show all night long. Yeah, he may come on a little bit late. But he'll play until that place is kicking him out. And he'll play, like, the whole album technology. And he'll even, like, do, like, some whatever. And Just make up a word, album technology? Like, no, it's an anthology. Like, <laughs> the anthology of all his music. You know, he'll play you, like... The whole booklet, if he can. He'll play you every album all the way through, if he can, all night. But um, he he goes out to his fans. He reaches out. He'll sign things. Gave out a pair of sunglasses on the show that we didn't go to. Yeah, he um, <laughs> his band is cool. I mean, they they play like the Joanna Cotton. That girl can sing. She can belt out a tune. He got lucky with having a great backup singer. Very lucky doing that. So, um, yeah, you guys got to go see him live. If you haven't seen him live, his show is worth it. Money that you spend on tickets, worth it, hands down. So go see him. If you haven't seen him, go see him. Yep. And then uh, definitely a good concert. I, I do enjoy going to see Eric Church, even though I don't like concerts or crowds or people. But it is nice to uh, get out once in a while. He's a, he's a great artist and he's a great performer, especially live. Yeah, so I'll, his entertainment. I'll give her that one. Man, he can sing like he sounds just like he does on his records. Yeah, he does sound. That's good. another thing. They sound just like they do on the records. But I think sometimes those songs like creep in. They'll play them harder than that. I feel like it's more rock than what he plays on the album. Mm -hmm. Like the band just wants to have fun, so. I I don't know. I mean, I guess I don't know. What was what? your favorite song that night that he did? Probably that you. Oh yeah, that night I was. Um, what is that? What's the song? On the edge, sitting on the edge. Hell of a view. Hell of a view. Yeah, I had a thing that weekend where that was like stuck in my head. So that was my song for the weekend. 
So I was was enjoying that. But uh, yeah, we have to give Eric Church a shout out because we actually gave a shout out to ourselves on his XM station. (laughs) Thank you, Eric Church, for giving a shout out. Eric, we had to kind of do a little thing uh, there. They told us kind of after we, she, I was like whispering her in her ear. They were interviewing her and I was kind of like whispering in her ear, be like, tell them about the podcast, tell them about the podcast. So she did. And then they kind of said, like, oh, well, you know, if you talk about the show on the podcast, we'll see if we can get. Um, I was we'll, shout out we'll, to the we'll, chief any day. Yeah, so. we'll drop we'll drop your little uh, shameless plugs. Yeah. So, yeah, every time I get interviewed or get an opportunity, I do shameless plug myself. I don't do this for a living. I'd like to do this more often. I'd like to make some money off of it. And uh, hopefully people enjoy listening. But. Right now, it's fun. If, if not, yeah, I just enjoy talking. Uh, it's almost like a uh, audio diary for myself to remember what the heck I'm doing sometimes. Yeah, that kind of lets people discover things that they didn't discover out there, and they might be like, oh, I could do that? Oh, there's that going on? Yeah, check that out. Yeah. There's some of that, but mostly this is for me. <laughs> <laughs> just list, like trying to go through what I'm doing. And, a life journal. Yeah, life journal. See what I'm up to. And, and a lot of this stuff is just about, like, self-sufficiency and uh, things like that. And, you know, I, I kind of think, like, artists are, uh, are kind of like the, um, what do you call that, entrepreneurs in what they do anyway. You know, they got to... Well, he calls himself a troubadour, so... That's a... That's a whole different thing. That's a completely know, different that's thing. That's what he, you know... Yeah. But he's, you know, yeah, he, he has a home, like, out in Carolina in the mountains and stuff like that, so... Sure, they get some nice views on that as well. Yeah. So later on in that May, I don't remember what weekend that was, but that, that was, was Memorial Day weekend. So that was Memorial Day. That was yeah. that was Saturday night. Yeah. So Sunday, I put the garden in. Memo- yeah, we were finishing getting that garden going. Yeah, Memorial weekend, I finished with basically finished the garden. It's never finished, but like I put the. Um, the boxes in, I put the soil in, I put the, the plants in that I had started some of them in the basement and some of them I just went to seed. Um, it was a little late. I was super busy with a bunch of other stuff I had to do. I every weekend since March, I have been busy oh. every day and it's really hard for me to just get an hour or two where I don't have something going on. It's like weddings and shows and concerts and baseball games and football games. And everything's opening back up. So yeah, that and I'm working, I'm working double shifts some days, you know, I'm going in in the morning and working, you know, first shift and then I'm going to the gun store and closing up there. So, I mean, I'm just slammed right now uh, with things. So I was trying to get the garden in because I still want to make sure with like all the things with the economy going on, all the things with, uh, delivery dates and people not being able to get stuff i really wanted to put the garden in that you can't get when you want to go get on fresh produce too yeah so we wanted to make sure we got the garden in so we got the garden going i got peppers tomatoes beans peas cucumber spinach kale onions carrots potatoes garlic in the garden i also put in some mint and citronella plants and then I started an external little Three Sisters experimental garden. So hopefully that one comes out where I did the corn, the beans, and then I didn't do like a regular squash. I put pumpkin in. We'll see what happens with that. It might not work. 
but it, I mean, it's still a squash technically, right? Gourd maybe, but we'll see if it works out. Cause then this year we won't have to buy pumpkins for Halloween and I won't have to go like on my way home, have to remember to bring cash to stop on the side of the road and just grab a couple pumpkins off of somebody's, uh, you know, farm. farm yeah. Their farm stand. Uh, cause I never remember to bring cash with me. So hopefully, and if it works out right, hopefully we'll have some extra stuff and I'll be able to sell a couple of them in the fall, maybe like four or five pumpkins just for two or three bucks to the neighbors or something. And I mean, speaking of like the garden and self-sufficient, you built our beautiful chicken hen, Clucky, a yeah. whole new home. Yeah. Cause she's doing so good at laying eggs. Yeah. That's so she gets an upgrade. <laughs> yeah. She's got, she's got two houses now. I built a, uh, like a, a frame style rolling chicken coop. That uh, she can climb up in. I got some pictures on on Miwi, and I I'll probably you throw... that Memorial Weekend because you know she gave us quite a scare. I finished. When you no, finished I finished it, it Memorial Weekend. Yeah. That was also a thing I had to finish on Sunday because on Saturday, <laughs> um, she got out. I usually let her out of her little house so she can run around the garden. That's kind of like a pen, but she decided that she wanted to get out of the pen. It's kind of high too. It's not like yeah. a low. Fence yeah, it's like a four. Pen. And, yeah, it's like a four and a half foot fence. But uh, so she decided she wanted to get out of there, and <laughs> she she flies too, like most chickens. I mean, short distances. I don't clip their wings or anything. So she got out. She decided she wanted to go visit some of the neighbors for the night, and uh, <clears throat> we're standing in line at the concert at one of the concession stands or something. And my next door neighbor calls me and he tells me that my, uh, my chicken's just sitting in the backyard and, uh, thank God for my neighbors. I asked him nicely if he could put her back in the pen for me. And he did. It was very nice of him. And I owe him like a case of beer for that one. But yeah, so I had to finish the chicken coop, a frame chicken coop for her so she can have a better place to hang out at. I am keeping the other coop up because I double insulated it. So it's a good winter coop for her. It gets too freaking yep. cold for her to stay in the A-frame. Um, it might be good, too, like when we decide to maybe next year get baby chicks, we could start them in the little one yeah, and they then could, move them. They could probably start in the little one. Uh, it might be safer for them. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how many chicks we get to. I don't know. I'm just right now being a mother. She kind of likes them. her own thing. Yeah, she'll probably eat them. She's like one of her own. Yeah. <laughs> So and she's very attentive. I found out with me, like she'll like respond to me and kind of follow me. And yeah, she's fun. She likes know. getting pets. She's yeah. uh, she's uh, what do they call it? Black astrop or whatever. Yeah, apparently they're like good family. Yeah, pens. so she's she's pretty. If I if I get an opportunity, I'm probably gonna buy like two more of those. Um, just because she they lay so good. Yeah, they do like and, was up to two hundred and thirty eggs a year or something like that. This is yeah. what they do. It's yeah. insane. But I'm I'm averaging like two to three a week, so I'm pretty happy with that. We were when the weather was a little bit nicer and it wasn't so freaking hot. And like it's she super gave us hot. Yeah. Every day. Yeah, she was doing like four or five a week. So we were we were rolling in eggs for a little while. I was actually giving them out to all my friends. But uh hopefully, you know, coming up here I can have uh couple more of them just running around the yard uh still got to put the fence in still got a lot of work to do around here um at least the fire pit patios oh yeah did 
So Memorial Weekend that Monday, I did get a wild hair and decide to expand the, the pat, fire pit. The fire, yeah. yeah, the fire pit and put in like a bigger paved stone patio, like basically almost tripling the size of our fire pit area. That took like four or five days though. So I was like coming, I came home the next weekend after work and worked on it and I had to work on it here and there. Yeah. So, I mean, that took a little time. One of my buddies did come over and help me with a couple loads of uh, stone, but I probably, I don't know, moved about 10 to 15 yards of dirt, probably close to 15 yards of uh, like gravel and sand for packing it down. And then, you know, it looks nice. Yeah. Probably a hundred pavers <laughs> that I had to put in. Um, you had to cut some of them too. I know. Yeah. Well, anger, it's angles. Yeah. Well, cause, uh, part of it's like a half circle. So it, it's a half circle and then it turns into the bottom half is squared off. So I did end up having to cut a bunch of them to make the half circle part because it's recessed into the hill. And the whole project started because one day we were driving down the road and that guy had that free pallet of uh, wall block. Yeah. We were just driving down the road and the guy was like, oh, no, he's like, you can have them if you want them. And we were like, well, I don't know what I'm going to do with them. So we picked them up. And then a couple days after that, I got a wild hair and dug a hole in the, yeah. in the side of a hill and turned it into our fire pit. Patio, it's really nice. Yeah, and you you put in the concrete stairs because yep. the shore has a little step up. Yeah, into it because it's built into the hill, and that. So I have to step up a little bit. So put that in. Um, and I'm the more of the decor person afterwards, getting the nice chairs out and the yeah. soul lights and the yeah. you know just have the ambience. Yeah, so she's. So I'm all she's, like, oh, I'm going by an umbrella so I can have a little shade back here because it gets sunny. Yeah, she's doing some <laughs> stuff like that now, and I'm, I'm I'm almost done with what I have to do, so I'm okay. But we'll work on the next stuff. I still want to dig a pond, put some fish in. She wants ducks. Oh, uh, I would love to have baby ducks. Yeah, and then I was going to uh, I was going to put in a, a little bit of a lazy river with a with a pump and make it have like a little waterfall that runs by it but we'll see how deep into that i get because i mean that's that's time and energy and uh like this patio even though i did all the labor myself and all that stuff i i'm over a grand and in material into it and i was like this is so much work yeah. well and that more prices went up this year too and yeah material i mean yeah. that doesn't help but yeah but it is still. what it is i guess if you want your own yeah lifestyle and your own way to entertain without having to go out and spend so much money in life i guess it's a good investment yeah. in the long run probably actually with you saying that i think we're gonna bump up some of the work in the backyard and make it really nice then we'll rent it out so people can get married in our backyard <laughs> like yeah four or five thousand dollars you can stand in my backyard and get married so we'll see about how that goes um yeah so like I was saying before, we got the patio in. What else did we do after that? Ah, uh, patio in. Um, you just been doing like working, working on the outside stuff. You know, making the yard look nice. You're always mowing it. Put some flowers out. Yeah. Um, I do more of the home stuff. Like, man, I had so many awesome pictures from Arizona. 
that I made some of it like our wall, wall art. And yeah. I get my wall art from this company called Small Small Woods. Small Woods. Check them out. They actually do pretty good. And they actually have really good sales. But they do, man, awesome work on your photos that you want. And they look like you can literally go up to your photo and think like you got it. You know, at Sears Art Decor Place, and that would cost an arm and a leg, but it doesn't. Yeah, it, they it looks pretty. So they look like they're fabric, but really it's just printed on basically like a piece of plywood. Yeah. And uh, it actually works pretty good. It's, it it's like composite. Just iPhone pictures. Like, yeah. my pictures are just iPhone pictures. Yeah. And they look like a work of art. Like, people would pay for this and, like, buy this off of you. So, like... I definitely say watch out for the sales. They do good ones around Memorial Day weekend, Fourth of July weekend, whatever. I bought like three pretty big ones, and they all cost like a hundred and fifty dollars total, and that's yeah. shipping and handling. So check them out. Yeah, don't do commercials for people who are not paying us. Sorry, they're a good company. They might hear us. They're based in Texas, so they're yeah. USA. Yeah. So. Um. <laughs> Yeah, so like I was saying before, I do have some shirts being made up. I have a major match in July that I am planning on going to. I'm volunteering at it. So I had some shirts made up. I am getting um, a little bit of help from uh, the gun store. So we're putting their logo on it. They're kind of backing me for some of these shooting competitions, helping me move up to be a store shooter. Um of course, uh, Remora Holsters uh, has been like a partner to the show for since the beginning. Basically, they um, they jumped on really early. They gave me free holsters. Uh, I spread the word of their holsters for them, which is nice. which is yeah, which is really nice of them. Um, so they're of course on the shirt, and then I just picked up a new affiliate. Um, it's actually a buddy of mine's company. It's called Blue Flame Barbecue. So if you're in the southeastern Wisconsin, northern Illinois area, look up uh, blueflamebarbecue.com. They do catering. So it's a barbecue catering place. And um, check them out. We're working on some stuff between me and them. I told them I'd help them out. And if we get a little traction, maybe he'd throw some stuff back my way. Maybe some, you know... What's cool about it, too, is that he's a volunteer firefighter. So yeah. if you're big into supporting your local heroes, yeah, check this them is, out. This is his company. Uh, like I said on the show, I'm all about helping entrepreneurs. A lot of guys that I know are starting their own businesses. And I told them, I was like, I'll give you guys a hand if you give me a hand. So we're doing a little affiliation program between me and a couple of companies. We're getting, like, uh, stickers made up and branding stuff. So, like, you know, he's going to help me rep the show i'm gonna help him uh by repping him on the show and i also got his logo on the back of my shooting shirt so when i go to matches he's also covered so uh got some stuff like that so if you see a guy walking around in gray shirts with a shooter sports center remora holsters and a blue flame barbecue that's me um those are my those are the guys who are covering me to go uh shoot matches and uh keep this podcast kind of alive right now and uh, since I was talking about it, look, uh, if you guys are into concealed carry, if you're into guns at all, look at Remora holsters. I use one every day. I have one on me. And with as crazy as things have been, I went to a wedding yesterday and I had my uh, holster on me. 
or I had my firearm on me and holstered in my remora holster and I didn't have any problems being at the wedding or being in the church. Nobody could tell that I was carrying and it was comfortable for me even sitting in the pews that you have to sit super upright. And I'm not a skinny guy. I got a bit of a gut and it hangs over, but you know, it worked out great. So if you guys are looking for holsters, please check out Remora Holsters. If you guys are looking for anything archery or firearms related, Shooter Sports Center, or, or yeah, the Shooter Sports Center at ShootersOnline.com. So it's just ShootersOnline.com. Um, we'll transfer firearms to any FFL of your local area. We'll send, uh, we do transfer bows, um, any sort of shooting supplies they're after, you know, check it out. And uh, I don't have a, a affiliate code, but if you do check them out, if you buy something in the comments or something, tell them you heard about it on the podcast. I don't know if I'm going to get you any percent off of anything. They might be nice and do that, but it will help me out. And then maybe later on down the line, it'll help you out. I'll and they have a I'll send good you selection of stuff too. There, yeah, so. we got a ton of stuff. Uh, we do have ammo in stock. If you're in the areas. Uh, you know, look them up, look up the address. We do have ammo in stock, handgun, rifle ammo. Um, we're doing all right. And then, of course, obviously, like handguns, rifles. Uh, right now, we don't have any more ARs. We sold them all because of uh, the president. But we'll see what happens there. And yeah, a cat. of course, Charlie's yeah. screwing on that one. He yeah. just meowed. <laughs> so, he wants attention. <laughs> so, yeah. So, another... Um, thing that I've been working on is other businesses that I've been consulting with. So I'm going to drop these names for you guys. Uh, backwoodsconsulting.com. They are going to do, uh, so entrepreneurial and small business consulting. Uh, their logo is to help you get your shit done faster. I love their logo. I think it's really smart because they're aiming for our kind of people. And then uh, J&R Cable and Associates. So if you were in southeastern Wisconsin, northern Illinois, and you need any cable installs, any TV installs, uh, hanging your TVs, anything like that, uh, give them a call. Any fancy, you know, security system stuff like that, they do all of it. And then of course, Smoke and Blue Barbecue. So if you're in the market for any of that stuff, please hit them up. Tell them you heard about them on the show. We're trying to help each other out the best that we can and uh, grow all of our businesses together. So I think those are all those things. Um, the world's getting crazier every day. Be careful out there. Uh, everything I was talking about in the past, I am going to get back into some of the survival podcasts as soon as I get some time and write some up. But uh, we'll start talking about a lot of the things that are happening and ways that you should make you can make your life a little easier um, when things do go crazy. I am a fan of the survival podcast and Jack Spirico. He talks about a lot of crazy things. Like I was just saying to my wife that we should uh, fix up the backyard and then rent it out for weddings. I actually just last week after listening to Jack got my um, ordained minister license so that I can start doing weddings and also, um, you know, do a little status jujitsu and um, avoid paying some taxes that I might not have to pay due to the fact that I am like uh, almost uh, a church uh, entity in our in myself. So 
you know, look into things like that. There's some really neat stuff you can do. Uh, my argument is always going to be, this is now the church of guns. And if they try and confiscate them, no, it's a church. <laughs> keep your state shit out of my church. That's right. Keep that. Was they say state and separation of church and state separation of church, church and state, and state guys. Yeah. yeah. So my house is now my church. Stay away from it. Um, so other than that, the only other thing I have to talk about on the gun front is I did buy another gun a couple last weekend. Yeah, you came home with another one. Came home with another gun. But you know what? I, I don't hate on it. I yeah. don't hate on it. Uh, I posted a picture of it on the Instagram if you guys want to check it out. I got a um, old 6-inch Smith & Wesson revolver off of a guy for about 100 bucks. It's in pretty rough shape. I don't know if it's fireable. I am going to take it apart and try and clean it up and see if I can get it to the point where uh, it's maybe it's okay to shoot. But yeah, it's a cool antique. Yeah, for, for <laughs> what it is, at least it'd be cool to hang on the wall. So it is one of the old Smith & Wesson U.S. Service CTG pistols. and uh, Or CTG revolvers. I shouldn't call it a pistol. But this thing looks pretty cool. Like I said, I'm probably going to just nail it onto the wall and call it good. But maybe if it shoots, I finally have a, uh, a, re a revolver around here because I have a bunch of uh, 38 Special and 357 Magnum ammo that I've been collecting over the years and don't even have a 38 or 357 here to shoot it out of. Um, but I'm still hoping to uh, pick up that lever gun one of these days, one of those... Uh, 357 Magnum Marlins because those are always nice to have. So, um, my rule is as long as he pays the bills, I don't care what you buy with your fun money. Yeah, there's barely paying the bills lately, but that's <laughs> why I'm working all the overtime. But, but uh, we won't get into that. That's a whole different topic for another day about yeah. prices. Oh, god, yeah, prices <laughs> getting outrageous. We'll definitely be starting to talk about some of that stuff about you know what's going on with pricing. Uh, I know I was posting some some pictures and stories about some of the things I've been making using the uh, the food in the basement that I uh, I'm pulling out of storage because it's getting ready to expire, and I was yeah. like I gotta make something with this stuff, and I was coming up with recipes, and some of the stuff is really good, and some can last you for days, and what you're going to have That's, to yeah. bargain yeah. money, and what might actually happen is kind of crazy, but even so, if you're just a bargain person. It's stuff to learn, you yeah. know, for yourself. Like, I know that money's getting crazy and stuff, but well, there's yeah. some people so, who so, are just bargain people since the beginning. So that's the thing, though, is like when, when it comes to food and purchasing food, I know you don't like to do this because you shop. We shop like every other week, and you only get what you, we need most of the time. For like two weeks. Yeah, for two weeks worth of food. Yeah, but so we shop like every other week, and we get, you know, the two weeks worth of food. But sometimes, in in the scheme of things, with prices going up as fast as they are, it's better to buy in bulk all at one time, because then you're hedging your bets against the market, the inflation. And I you know? say when you buy in bulk, buy the smart stuff that you want to buy in bulk. Don't buy the stuff that you know that's going to expire fast and that you're definitely not going to use. Yeah. Buy smart. Buy buy stuff you're gonna eat is probably the best. There's thing no harm I can in say. buying. If you wanted to buy in bark like they did in toilet paper or like paper towels, yeah. I do that because then it opens my budget for a whole year of not having to spend money on that. Yeah. And I could spend it elsewhere. So I don't 
I I bulk up sometimes on laundry detergent, you know. Yeah. Um, just like random day clean supply, household stuff. Like that's fine because then you could go a whole year and you don't have to put your budget money towards that stuff. Oh, so, you could do it with food just, too, though. You know, storage bags, your Ziploc bags, whatever. Mm-hmm. Just those are fine to buy in bulk. Yeah, but you can you can do it with food too. Ah, uh, you could do it with certain foods. Yeah, <laughs> like rice. <laughs> rice and beans. But yeah, so I got all this uh, canned food. That's actually next yeah. on the list. I got to figure out how to grow rice. I yeah, I figure some canning too. Canning would be good because you can store that yeah. stuff for years. Still year can't can. I got some people I can call <laughs> about that. I'm gonna learn how to can. I was doing some some more research on the vacuum seal. I vacuum seal a lot of food, and uh, coming up with new ways to store food that way. Like Looking said, into local as... farms, maybe buying more of the cow and buying local. Yep. Same yeah. Buying what we can do. Buying quarter cows. And uh, buying local, I got a really next big thing we have to do. We have to have to have to do is get solar uh, power in here. Yeah, figure out get the backup generator too. Well, that's why I said solar. Yeah. Solar backup solar generator. That way, like I can give the gas yeah. generator like a rest. Like how we said, we were having those weird power surges here. I haven't been noticing them for weeks. So I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Power it's gap. Kind of crazy. But yeah. So on that note, guys. Um, we got lots of big plans coming up on the ho- homestead here. Uh, like I said, hopefully the corn will be knee high by the 4th of July, but you never know. Um, right now I got a couple of stocks and I got some random ones because I was seeding kind of wildly because it was just supposed to be sporadic seeding. And, uh, I got corn stalks popping up in some random spots. Now I think the birds got into them and kind of spread them around, but I haven't been cutting them. So hopefully they'll pop up and I'll be able to take them. And, uh, you know, let them grow and I'll have some corn in some spots. And then, uh, you know, with the weather being so hot, some of the plants were not like in the, uh, direct sunlight. So I had to make up a sunshade and, uh, try and keep the sun off them in the afternoon. But other than that, I think we should be okay this season. I did get a little bit of beans out of the, uh, garden already, but I ate them and that's, yeah. They didn't even tell me that. Well, there's only like four of them, so I just ate them while I was walking around the they garden. They didn't even share at least two of them with yeah. me. So, but uh, that's it for now. Just trying to recap, keep you guys up to date on what's going on. Like I said, we're going to come up with some more, or I'm going to come up with some more podcasts with uh, lockdown a little bit more on the survival and uh, things like homesteading topics. Might have some special guests coming out by too. Yeah, might and might it won't have just some... be me crashing the show yeah. anymore. Yeah, I'm gonna try and figure this thing out. Like I said, that phone call came through. I wonder if I could have recorded it with these uh, headphones in and maybe recorded that whole phone conversation. So we might be able to do some on the phone interviews. It might happen here. So stay tuned. Uh, like I said, I don't know what I can all do with these new Bluetooth headsets. So. We'll find out. But thanks, guys, for listening. Um, You know, stay alive out there. Stay survived. And just take care of each other. Uh, A lot of things are going on. A lot of people are upset about stuff. Enough of this division bullshit. You guys need to realize that it's us versus them. That means the people versus the government, not the people versus other people. Stop with all this, like, racism and all the BS that goes on with it. Because uh, it's really too much. I got a little timer going off in my ear because it's heads up my maximum recording time (laughs) is 60 minutes and it's 55 minutes right now so we're gonna have to go thank you guys for listening like i said if you like the show share it 
If you want to see what we're up to, Instagram, uh, we do have Guns All and Dirt Facebook, and we do have the TikTok up. I do have a Twitter, but like I said, until um, Freedom gets to be on Twitter, that one's a little bit of a question mark. And the same thing on the Facebook one. They give me shit all the time. They shadow ban the crap out of it. started doing even more. So yeah, for they're, little things. they're effing things up really bad. But I am on MeWe, so if you guys want to talk to me or see what I'm up to, I do have a MeWe group. Get on MeWe. I swear to God, get off the Facebook, stick to MeWe. But thanks, guys. I'm going to get out of here. It's time for dinner. Like I said, just stay survived out there, and I'll chat with you guys later.